Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All, and I'm the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We're a Pinterest management company based out of Portland, Oregon. I also aim to teach simple, actionable tips so you can DIY your Pinterest marketing without feeling overwhelmed. That's right. I really, really care about your business and I care about how it grows. And I want you not to get caught up in the weeds of Pinterest marketing and doing it right and doing it wrong and making sure that you are, quote unquote, doing it right, which I hear a lot of people talking to me about these days in their emails and their Facebook posts. Their first thing is, I just want to make sure I'm doing this right. I just want you to know that each and every person needs to figure out what's right for their own account. Your, your account has a culture, it has an identity, it has an avatar, it has things that people will click on based on the things that you write about, the things that you sell, and the ways in which you um, post, like the things that you're pinning over there. People will follow you because they're interested in a certain type of um, culture or I'm trying to think of a better word, but that's really kind of the best word for it is I'm going to be more drawn to people who pin things that are like my style of decor or my style of eating or how I like to look at food photography. So you always have to be thinking about who is my person. And so don't get too caught up in, am I doing it right? Because if you are head down, keep focused on creating content for your person, for your avatar, then you really are doing it right because you're paying attention to that. Sometimes it's really tough to not get squirrely or shiny penny or look at what somebody else is doing. It can be really overwhelming to hear in Facebook groups or even in emails or posts how somebody grew their traffic gigantically. It's usually big numbers in a short amount of time. I just want you to know that for every person who's able to do that, there's like five other, five other people who grew their traffic slow. So while I do think there is opportunity for people to have really good growth on Pinterest, I still do believe it's a stair step. It's a building over time. And that's what we've seen here at Simple Pin is that it is slow and steady wins the race. And we don't often see people who have explosive, crazy traffic, even with a viral pin. A viral pin will sometimes capital, the, like it'll jump things to the top, but then eventually it settles back down. So just know that if you are struggling today with doing it right, I just wanna tell you that you are probably doing it right and there's no need to second guess what you're doing. You're doing a great job. You're paying attention to Pinterest and no, there's no trick that you are not getting I sometimes even ask that question. I have a couple of people in my circle, Christy Hill and Elisa Meredith are two of them who also do Pinterest marketing. And I will sometimes have a day where I think, am I doing this wrong? Like, why is this not working? And so I'll email them and say, there's no trick, right? Like you guys haven't figured this out. There's, I'm not missing something, right? And they're very helpful to say, no, you're not missing anything. We're all in this together. We're seeing lots of different things happen. And so sometimes I just need that. So I want you to know I struggle with the same exact thing. I've just built in some people into my life who, as I like to call it, keep my crazy in check because we all have a little bit crazy sometimes. And for me, sometimes my crazy is thinking I don't have it figured out. 
So anyway, there's your pep talk for the day. All right. So today we're going to talk a little bit about training your team and how to use Pinterest. A lot of people will email us and they will ask us to do consults with somebody on their team or they will ask us to, um, you know, give them ideas of how to train a team. So um, I think that's a really good place for people to start because you have people who work for you internally and they know your brand and they know your business. Simple Pin, like I said, is a management company. And there are many of you who also have team members like us managing your Pinterest full-time or part-time. And some of those team members pick it up quickly and others take a while to catch on. We've trained over 30 team members. Some people pick it up right away. Some people ask more questions. So for those that take a while to catch on, it's really tough for you as a business owner to train them and kind of keep up with their questions. And you want to be gracious with their questions, but sometimes you don't know what's going on either. So in order to answer their questions effectively, you have to go do the research which is taken away from the time that you want to work on an aspect of your business. So we've come up with a solution to that problem for you. And that is a new service we've created called Personal Pinterest Advisor. And we'll be talking about that more at the end. And it may be the answer to your training problem and your lack of time. But first, I want to give you some tips about how you can train your team members and how to use Pinterest. So number one is start with the why. Why are you using Pinterest? Is your audience over there? Are they already using Pinterest to save your content? You can simply find this out by going to pinterest.com slash source, S-O-U-R-C-E slash your website. So for me, that would be pinterest.com slash source slash simplepinmedia.com. And I can see what people are saving from my site. So does Pinterest seem like a natural fit to have an active presence over there. If you've answered no to any of these questions, I think you need to think about whether or not you can really benefit from adding Pinterest into your marketing plan. Like what do you see as a goal in bringing traffic from Pinterest? Is it monetary? Is it ads? Is it affiliates selling products? A lot of people are Amazon sellers. And so it's really getting eyes on their products. Email, page views. What really is it? And once you've wrapped your brain around all of this, you need to tell the person you hire the why. You need to help them get on board with your vision and why you're using Pinterest to drive traffic and exposure to your site. The very first thing I have in my training modules is I have how to understand going from a personal Pinterest user to a business user and the why our clients use Pinterest? What is their hopes and goals? And sure, it's very broad. And with each one of our clients, we kind of niche down deeper. But this is a place where they can start to begin to see, oh, this is why we use Pinterest for business. This is the hope and the goal. And so if you haven't done this with a current team member that you have, I would highly suggest you take time to talk with them about the why. And here here's why, for lack of a better word. I find that people work better when they have a vision and an understanding of why they're doing something. Sometimes we go forward with the hows and the details, but if we forget this piece, 
Nobody has that in the back of their mind when they're frustrated. So if I'm going into something and like I said, I would email Christy Hill or Elisa Meredith and say, man, is there a trick here? What I'm forgetting in those moments is the why I use Pinterest and why I love it for business and why I do what I do. And they're good about saying, no, there isn't a trick. Um, It's really just, you know, figuring out what works best for your client. And I go, okay, okay, I can, I can go back to the why this is why we're doing what we're doing. So that's like, not just training your team in using Pinterest, but that's just training your team in general, help them, help them own the why that's really big here at Simple Pin. We have core values, we have vision, and we're constantly coming back to that. All right, next, you want to find a method that you want to train them in. And how I suggest you start with this is to ask your colleagues who and what they recommend. For some people, this may be a course. For others, it's a consult. So Joanne from A Whimsical Life, we were on a social media panel at Activate, and we were talking about courses specifically, how to know which course to take. And I'd never heard this from her before, but she shared from the stage that she had actually taken my course, the Simple Pin Master Course, figured out how to take the parts in there and create a strategy that fit for her. And then she taught her VA how to do it after she figured out what worked best for a whimsical life. And I I love that because she had the why and then she found out the how And then she taught somebody that. And it's so much easier to teach somebody the how when you understand how it's going to work for you instead of sometimes we just throw something at somebody and say, figure this out. And I'm a little guilty of this at times, too, that when I get overwhelmed or stressed, I don't delegate well, I abdicate and I just say, figure it out. And then I'm surprised well, not really, when they come back and they have not figured it out and they're struggling. That is a key indicator right there that you have not trained them well. That I own. And I'm very clear on my team where I see myself falling down as a leader. And when I abdicate something, I am not doing a good enough job delegating how I want it to be done. And so I can't really get mad at them if they come back and they've done it a different way that I wasn't thinking. Because nobody is a mind reader. Remember that about your team. Nobody can read your mind. So you have to be very clear in what your expectations are. And people always function best when they have the expectations in front of them. All right, number three is let them loose to learn and experiment. So this is going to be really, really tough for some of you. But I'm going to say it in kind of a harsh way. Do not micromanage your team. Do not micromanage them learning a new skill, especially this first month that you're going to give them the reins to do your Pinterest marketing. Nothing, nothing, nothing kills productivity like someone watching over your shoulder, making sure every single pin is pinned to the right place at the right time. So what you want to do is you want to be very specific about the group boards that have parameters but that let them explore and pin for your brand. If a instant pot recipe is accidentally pinned to a slow cooker recipe, it's not a deal breaker. Chances are four people saw it, didn't even think twice about it. And less than 0.001% actually came to the board, looked at it and said, I'm out of here. This person picked an instant or pinned an instant pot recipe to a slow cooker. Lack of organization. Nobody's doing that. 
So you need to give your team or your person some grace to figure it out. And then you course correct. And when you course correct, you ask questions. You say, hey, I noticed this pin on here. Can you tell me why you pinned it? And they can go, oh man, that was an accident. Okay, great. They've learned their lesson. I have to do that when I have new team members who are training on my account and we train on their my account because they can make mistakes. Am I worried about the wrong pins being the wrong places or the not aligned with my brand? Yeah, but I go in there, I catch them and I send them actually to my trainer who can then walk her or this new account specialist through that process. Before we had a trainer, I would simply just email them and say, hey, I know you didn't know this because I didn't put it in my branding form. And just so you know, all our team members actually go through the same exact process they would with a client. So I make my branding form kind of high maintenance and I add in a lot of parameters. And then sometimes I'll throw curveballs at them and I'll ask them questions back or um, I will see that they pinned something. And I try to be really gracious and say, hey, I am not a fan of deleting pins. So I just really want you to know that I am very protective of that piece because I don't teach that. So if you come across something that has to do with deleting pins, or let's say they did pin something about deleting pins, am I worried that people are going to see that and think that I've gone off the deep end? Not really. The chances of somebody seeing it are kind of low. So I ask a question, I allow them to course correct, and I allow them to experiment with my account, to have fun with it. Because I find when I release someone's ability to be creative, they give me more than I ever could have thought they would have given me. When I give my team and I, I give them the why, and I give them a portion of the how, and then I say, okay, let's see how this is going to work over the next month. I am always blown away by their innovativeness and their ability to see things I never saw. And so if you give your team member the ability to jump into Pinterest and fall in love with it, see it in ways you haven't seen it, you will get a better return on your investment. So I'm very passionate about this because I hear a lot of people who come to me and they feel very frustrated and they don't know how to hire a virtual assistant or a team member because they think, well, I'll just do it myself or nobody does it like me. You're right. Nobody does it like you. But here's the thing. Somebody could actually do it better than you. And a lot of my team members can do things a lot better than me. There's things that they do that are not my gifts and I want them to use their gifts. Okay, let me get off my soapbox here. I'm gonna reel it back in. Okay, with this let loose and experiment, I highly suggest you give them Google Analytics access. They need tools to evaluate their performance. And you can give them read and analyze access to your Google Analytics that allows them to dig around and see what's going on. If you give them the tools, they're gonna give you better performance. So I don't know what would be inside Google Analytics that would, people would be super protective of. I know the page view number is like the mythical page view number for everybody. And everybody thinks that everybody's page views are higher than they actually are. Everybody has millions more than you, which is interesting because I have rarely come across people with millions and millions of page views. I know they're out there, but um, we don't see a lot of them and they always fluctuate. So just know that your people need tools. Give them Google Analytics access. It's the best way to see what's happening with your Pinterest account. All right, number four. 
set a check-in time at 30 days. So review your Pinterest account with a team member. Take 30 minutes. Look at the activity, what you've seen over 30 days. You're not looking for magic results here. And you're not looking for your page view graphs to look like a mountain. What you're looking for at this time is for your branding to be on target and great quality pins that are being shared. And so you want them to be picking stuff from maybe last year that's really good. Maybe they come to you with suggestions to say, hey, you have a great Thanksgiving pin. It it looks really, really good, but can we get maybe a pinnable image on it? When they come to you with that request for a pinnable image, take the 15 minutes to create a pinnable image. If you don't like to stop your work to do stuff like that, set a date. On Friday, I will make pinnable images for you. What do you need? I can give you five. And then, you know, on Friday at 1.30, you're going to sit down and create five pinnable images and you're going to send them over to your team member. That is a win-win and that is productive. So this first hurdle that you're going to cross in this 30 days is just to begin momentum. Your team member is really doing this for you. They are giving you momentum on the platform. And then you want to give another four to six months to see if it's working or not working. And then you want to go back to the why. Does this still fit our overall business plan? How much traffic are you getting from Pinterest? What's percentage of overall traffic that comes from Pinterest? If it's 2%, you might want to think your strategy. If it's 50%, you both need to be really, really smart about keeping that traffic flow coming. The other thing I want you to think about is look at traffic growth year over year. And this might be another pet peeve of mine, but... I always want you, after you think of page views, to ask yourself this next question. How much money am I making? I talk to more and more people and I'll have this conversation to say, hey, um, they'll come to me and say my page views are down. Okay. Are they down over last year? Uh, You know, no, not really. They're maybe only up like 2%, but I wish it was more. Okay. How's your income? Well, it's doubled okay, why are we having this conversation? You're doing great. You doubled your income in a year. Companies would kill for that. That's so awesome. And so while I know that page views is a metric that we all pay attention to, I want you to know that that growing your income is what pays your bills. A page view doesn't pay your bills. So evaluate it on the big Big scale. Email subscribers. Are they growing? Are you getting, is your email list growing? Are you using Pinterest to grow your email list? So these are things that not, you're not just taking what your team member is doing with your Pinterest marketing, but you're also looking at, again, to the why, the overall whole of what we're doing and seeing how does it fit into our plan. For some people, this may be that, um, you know, Facebook is really important to them and Facebook is growing. And maybe Facebook is like 40% of your traffic and Pinterest is 15. Then you should put 15% of the effort right now into Pinterest. And hopefully it will grow to start being more even with Facebook. But right now, Facebook is what's bringing the traffic and possibly income. So just be evaluating it and evaluate those numbers with your team members so that they know too Don't keep them in the dark. All right, so you also want to ask your team member for their assessment. So what do they think of Pinterest for your brand? Do they like it? Are they excited about what they are doing? Are they really getting into a groove? I highly suggest you really listen to their feedback. If you obviously haven't gotten that already from all of the soapbox moments I've had throughout this episode so far, they might know something about your brand that you don't know. And so really ask them to tell you, what do you see? What do you suggest? 
might be surprised at their answers. The next is to ask them for content ideas. Maybe something is working for you on Pinterest that you had no idea about. You want to really release them to be creative and give you ideas. Number five is get focused, head down, and set the momentum for the next six months. You focus back on your business now that your team member is up and running. They're in the groove. They know the why. They know the how. And they have the tools. So you take a step back and focus on content creation and set a monthly 15-minute Pinterest check-in to ask them, is there anything I need to know about? Do I need to be updated on anything? What can I do? If they say, I think we're doing good, but hey, we're going into Easter. You might really want to be thinking about, you know, what your Easter stuff is. And if you are one of those people who creates editorial calendars, I do mine about every four to six months out because sometimes things change in what I want to talk about on Pinterest. But if you're a year-long planner, which I know there's some of you out there, um, send that to them too and ask them for feedback based on what they think Pinterest users like. Number six is continued education. Does your team member possibly need more extra education? Then pay for it. Ask them for course suggestions. Maybe there are people they'd really like to learn from as it relates to Pinterest. You know, they are um, the one managing your account. Really allow them the freedom to choose this person. Or maybe you're in a Facebook group where all great ideas get started. You can see that somebody's talking about Facebook and a team member, or I'm sorry, Pinterest and a team member, and they suggest a certain course. I would highly suggest that before you send that course to your team member, that you make sure it aligns with your business practices and plan. So is it somebody that is going to teach a certain aspect of Pinterest that you need? Is it somebody that is going to teach holistically? Is it a big overview? Is it a beginner course? Your person probably isn't beginner at this point at this point in our six-month timeline. Is it going to give them the tools that they need? So when people suggest courses and they say, I grew impressions, that's a red flag to me. Like, I don't look at impressions. Um, I think impressions can be valuable. In fact, we did a podcast about that a couple weeks ago. I think it can be valuable. But I do believe that it has to be taken with a grain of salt. Um, if they said they grew impressions in a short amount of time, I would be cautious. If somebody said that it helped them understand Pinterest, that's probably a good one. Ask them how much time it's going to take. Maybe they've taken the course. Ask them for some feedback about, you know, what really was it that stood out to you? And then you can send it over to your person managing and saying, what do you think about this? Would you like to take this? I do this for a lot of my team members too. There's courses that I see, um, especially as we are growing Simple Pin, we really want to get great at promoted pins. We're good at organic strategy, but we want to get good at paid strategy. There's not a lot of promoted pins courses out there. There are a few that we're going to look into, but I want to get suggestions from people and I want to see if it aligns with my um, theories and teaching and not every single one does. Another thing you want to ask about is, does it advocate for manual pinning or for scheduled pinning? Think about your person's time. If you're going to have them take a course and do manual pinning, you need to be conscious of paying them for their time on the weekends, in the evenings. This person most likely has a family. So you need to be aware of that so that they are not running into burnout. That I think 
Manual pinning is really easy to do for somebody who is the owner. Manual pinning would be really easy for me, but I would not expect any of my team members to do it. They have tested it. They have tried it and voluntarily said, I'm going to manual pin for the next week. But that's, you know, part of our system of testing and their choice. I would never tell them to manually pin for the next six months. So that's my opinion of that. You might think differently and you and your team member might come up with a better solution. So um, just be thinking through that in their time. Okay, so the last one, which gets into time, is how much time are they spending on Pinterest scheduling? Is it taking up a lot of their work time? And if they do other work for you, this is really important to know. You don't want it taking forever, but you want it to take the time that it needs. And so ask them to track their hours over two weeks-ish, and that will give you the average. I wouldn't do it in the beginning when they're learning because I know with all my team members, it's going to take them a longer amount of time in the learning phase than it is once they get into the account and they get super fast and they're just pretty slick, right? Some of our team members can manage seven accounts um, because they are efficient. They know what to look for. They know their clients like the back of their hand. They know what will work and not work. However, this doesn't happen right away. So just evaluate their time spent maybe at like the 30-day mark and the four to six-month mark. It should be different. Okay, so I know that all of this for some people is like crazy overwhelming. They think, I do not know how to train my team member. And in fact, I went to Biz Chicks Live um, a couple, I guess now it was like, it was probably a month ago, I think. I need to look at the dates. It was a fantastic conference for a CEO, women entrepreneurs. And I learned so much about being a leader, about being an owner, and what I want for my team. And what was interesting is I had two two women come up to me um, as we were talking. Danielle Liss, who she did the podcast with us about legal. She's actually the lawyer who works with all of our stuff here at Simple Pin. Um, she said, I really want you to do something where you train my team member. And this team member for them was part-time. They said, we know we need to be on Pinterest. We know our people are over there. We just cannot do it. So will you train them? Will you get them all set up? And then will you field all their questions? And I was like, well, that's pretty interesting. I never really thought about that. She said, I don't want to hire somebody else. I want to use my team member because they know my brand so well. So I thought, yeah, that's a really cool idea. I'd never really thought about it. And then we could give them like the how to master tailwind. That could bring them up to speed really quickly. And then we could do monthly office hours. Hmm, it's really good. At the same time, um, I had met Jocelyn Sams with Flipped Lifestyle. And she was standing there too. And she was like, yes, this is the best idea. She's like, I have a full-time person. I would love for them to use this. We've been neglecting Pinterest. I haven't really focused on it. I don't even know how to answer their questions. So she's like, yeah, will you do monthly office hours? for a small fee per month and twice a month, your team talks with my team member about how to keep doing it well and how to keep them up to speed with all the Pinterest marketing changes. Like they could touch base with you because she's like, I don't have time to answer their questions. I'm trying to get these other things, products out the door, 
podcast recorded. This is the same for both Danielle and Jocelyn and get all these things done. I don't have time to properly train my team members. So like when I was talking about going to the why and going to the how, their how is where they get stopped. They don't know how to do that. And so in this, I decided here at Simple Pin to create this new service called Personal Pinterest Advisor. And that for us is one of the, this is the first time we've added a new service to Simple Pin since we started and Simple Pin is almost four years old. But I realized in some of the emails I looked back on is that a lot of people had been emailing me to ask me about, you know, it started with, I really have a great team member and they're doing Pinterest, but I want to try you to see if it's better. Well, sometimes my first response in that is, I really think your team member is good at what they're doing. Um, You just need the reassurance that they're doing it the right way. And up until this point, I didn't know how that would look. So sometimes we did take them on as a client and some have stayed and some have found they wanted to go back to their team member because their team member knew them really well. So after this conference and taking action and getting a new service up and running, we decided to start this personal Pinterest advisor. So if you are a person like Jocelyn or Danielle who just needs somebody to train your team member and it's done via Zoom call too, so we can have those recorded. It's two calls. There's a bunch of other details too that go into the package, but we would love to train them for you. And our team and my team trainer is gonna be answering those questions. She is used to answering those questions all the time because she works with our new account specialist. So she knows what a lot of those questions are. We're prepared for that. We train team members. Like I said, I've trained over 30. It's something that we continually know about how to fold them into branding, how to fold them into your team. And we wanna help your business be successful by helping them be successful. So if you would love to sign up for that, if you wanna hear more about the package details, and get the show notes for this episode, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash 79. I hope you walked away with some really good ideas for growing your team and teaching them and equipping them to do the work you want them to do for you. And if you take away anything from this episode, I just want it to be that you can work well with your team members and you can give them the grace and the patience they need and that that will create the win-win and the success that your business deserves. So thanks so much for listening.